0: I think that was the best one that I've I've witnessed. Yeah,
1: thank you. I've I've been yeah. practicing. <laughs> She's heard some of my uh, my rough drafts. Uh, um, okay. Welcome back to uh, Yin and Yang, the podcast. Uh, this is a very special podcast today. We are what episode? Uh, I have it out. Episode twenty one. Yes, Dan. Confer- confirmation. I think so. Awesome. Cool. Um, cool. And you're recording, I'm recording, so awesome. Um, welcome back, episode 21, and we have a special guest today. We have Bill Poon.
2: Yay. Hello. Yay. Uh,
1: Bill Poon, um, man of many talents. Uh, we're gonna get into it. Uh, hold on, it's too many lights on right here. (laughs) It's a little bit warm, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, basically, like I said, fairly freeform. Uh, I like to get started with. Um, well, how are you feeling today? How are you doing?
3: I'm feeling good. I I guess Laura is irregular enough that she doesn't even get an intro. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no,
0: no. I really don't need it.
3: And we have. Oh my goodness. I'm so.
0: Oh no.
1: I'm ashamed. But um, also, we have our all-time MV. <laughs> PRW, <laughs> our most valuable player, resident white girl. <laughs> Laura Cox. Yay! Yay! Um, actually, it pro- probably should be RWBG, resident white Brazilian girl. So. Yeah. Yeah. You need
0: sorry. the clarification.
1: Clarification then. Nationality. Nationality. And then if you want, yeah. we can get into sexuality, but we it's won't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: okay.
3: There's enough letters already. Enough yeah, letters, we, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so. Great. So we've got Bill Poon, we've got Laura Cox, and we've got Daniel Yin. Yay. Yes. And then... And, uh, and James. And, Michael, and James, James. James, yes, yes. Um, cool. Like, what i like to get started with, uh, yeah, so you're feeling good, and what were you saying? Uh, you, you drove... Uh, you didn't drive too far, I guess, right?
3: Uh, I drove from downtown LA. Okay, cool. So, but, you know, the show was late enough that I, I figured I'd miss some traffic. Cool, cool uh do people know that this is out of la
1: yeah we're in the valley uh san fernando valley where a it's lot of, la it's la yeah um i guess a lot of porn is produced here so yeah yeah so that's what um but we're not about we're <laughs> that's all that's not what we're producing we're producing a, a quality family well i don't know if it's family or it's it's, it's a educational podcast to say the least um <laughs> Um, so Dan, I had some questions, or did you want to start off?
2: No, please, please, by all means.
1: Okay, let's start off with, uh, who is Bill Poon? Um, if you, I do this writing exercise with my kids sometimes, like, um, and I, I, well, first of all, I guess, how, how did we get here is a question that we can talk about in maybe vague terms. Okay.
3: (laughs) Well, we, we both worked on a show like a one month show and i guess we hit it off maybe i mean i don't know sure yeah i think so yeah Yeah. so uh i'm thank you and i'm and i guess i'm honored that he asked me to be on his podcast oh oh, wow. i'm on do bill i'm honored.
1: i'm pouring you water right now i'm honored that you're i'm honored that you're on my podcast can you, you can you can can we get that clear um because Bill has a history of podcasting, he's a podcasting pro on a. Well, I'm more of the I, I've
3: been, I've been on podcasts before. I've been a, a semi regular on another one, but it's more like the I was more of a standby. I wasn't like I wasn't even as uh, pertinent to the show as Laura mm. is. Oh well, oh,
1: no, I'm. I mean, yeah. I'm-
0: hardly pertinent oh well,
1: you uh, are per- per- then,
3: yeah well, so i
0: think we're probably yeah. about the same about about the same, same yeah. yeah
1: and let's yeah let's
3: uh <laughs> i mean the show i let's put it, it like my initials were not in the title of the show <laughs> do you want to mention <laughs>
1: that show at all or oh yeah, yeah that's
3: not a problem it, it, yeah. i used to be on a podcast called dvd asa
1: okay just a quick um quick background uh about the origin of this podcast um if you guys haven't uh, it's, it's an episode one but basically I had this idea of maybe doing a podcast and it wasn't until I met Dan and mentioned this idea to Dan uh, you know fairly you know right right before our first episode saying you know what I kind of want to do a podcast and he's like dude I'd be down to be on the podcast yeah and uh, and we both were fans of DVD ASA now prior, what, yeah. what was
3: that prior to you being on the show the show that we met on,
1: <laughs> yes, prior to oh. being on the show that we met on.
3: Oh, I, yeah. I okay. I thought you only found out about it DVDSA because you were on the show. No, I, I, you were doing I, research. I,
1: no. I was well. I knew about it maybe a couple. Of, i'm a newer fan i got okay. i got into dvdsa after it was taken down
3: basically Oh, okay
1: so um
3: so how would you find it like how did <laughs> you...
0: dark web
1: the dark well a friend sent me uh he says james you gotta listen to this podcast and uh my friend my other friend uh let's call him i call him the heroic scholar the heroic scholar he uh he told me about DVD-ASA because we we're going through kind of like a self-development phase. Okay. He told me about like, uh, n- you know, Nice Guy, uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. It's like a self-help book. Another one was called Models by Mark Manson. And uh, and he was telling me also, hey, James, you should also check out DVD-ASA because uh, he and I, we both suffer from sort of like Asian male masculinity issues. Mm. Uh, I don't know if, I mean, you could probably speak about that Uh. Uh, but it's something that DVDASA was kind of refreshing in a way that this is an Asian American. I wouldn't say he's a role model, but he's definitely a personality or character. Or.
3: Well, I think he has traits that that are not stereotypically Asian. Right. And so I think Asians look at it and they like, like, wow, he's really out going and puts himself out there right yeah. so i yeah. think that's that's a like you said it's not necessarily a role model but he, it is something that that people look towards
1: right and uh what i was gonna say is that i don't know dan am i fair to say that DVDSA was is, was kind of maybe a a slight inspiration for this podcast would you say
2: I think for for me, I I was really into podcasts. Uh, the way I found DVDSA was when I listened to, to uh, David speak on the Smotcast with Kevin Smith. Mm. And so I was really into podcasts because of Kevin Smith more than uh, DVDSA. But I really enjoyed the DVDSA podcasts once I discovered them.
1: Yeah, and I think prior to that, I, I've listened to other podcasts like uh, you know, kind of like writing podcasts or you know, where there's very high high produced shows like uh, Radio Lab, stuff like that. But I was curious, what I liked about, you know, the show that you were on, was DVDSA, was uh, sort of like the free form chaos of it, and also the, the honesty. Like, the the ridiculous honesty, almost. To a point where that was harmful, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well,
3: I, I I think part of the success that what includes what you said, but Dave is a very charismatic guy. Sure. So, yeah. so you have him driving the show, and then the subject matter we're talking about is not necessarily mainstream. It's like you would say, like, it's R to hard R. So that kind of creates a little... Ooh, people don't normally talk about this either. So, right. So there were, I think there was just a lot of uh, elements that made it, well, I would consider it a pretty entertaining, I don't know if it's a successful show, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, and then as far as it being taken down, I guess you can't really speak to that.
3: Yeah, because I'm not, it, you know, it was not, it's not my show.
1: Right, right.
3: Because I was doing some
1: research online, and one Reddit user, the speaking, I don't know, he's saying, hmm oh, is it because of Bill Poon that DVDSA is canceled? I'm like, uh, I don't think so,
3: yeah. No, no, I mean, first of all, no, it's, uh, he gives me too much credit because I'm not that important to the show that I would be the cause of it. Um, so no, I mean, okay. but it is- Let's kind make of that funny. clear. I, yeah. Bill Poon is not the cause <clears throat> for the end of
1: DVDSA. That's, let's squash that rumor. Um, okay, so cool. I, I want to talk about that briefly and I, you know what was curious about the show is that we don't really get to know each of the character. Like, you know, for the most part, the D- the DVD of ASA he takes a majority of the time. Yeah, right. And he's charismatic. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's and educated. he should and, it should. and he should. He yeah. should. Yeah. But I want to get to know more about Bill Poon.
3: Okay. So, <laughs> so let's get started with like, um, uh, where'd you grow up? Um, it's. Well, I'll, do, I'll give you a quick background. Sure. Uh, so my mom and dad immigrated here. So we had a restaurant and then my dad passed away when I was two. Oh, so sorry. it's okay. I don't think it was your fault. But, <laughs> uh, but so then my mom couldn't watch the restaurant and watch me at the same time. Mm. So I went to live with another family, this minister. Um, I mean, I, saw, I still saw my mom like once a week, but... So the reason why I have to give you that background is we started off, this is all in L.A., we started off in the Crenshaw area, which is primarily, uh, it was like when we were there, was Asian, it was Asian American, African American. Like, what what years know. are we talking about right now? Uh, this is probably in the 60s. Okay. Then in the 80s, we moved to Glendale, yeah. which was like a, a dichotomy, I mean, it's like mostly all white.
1: Armenians too, right? Now, now, now at that okay. time,
3: it was mostly white. But then we had a, a big influx of, of Vietnamese, and then and then a larger influx of uh, Armenians. And then after that, uh, then I'm and I'm in Chinatown right now. Okay, and and is is and your parents are no longer? with Yeah, yeah. My mom passed away about 15 years ago. Oh, so. Okay, so that even on the show, uh, Dave jokingly says I'm an orphan. <laughs> but I'm a little old to be an orphan yeah I guess
1: uh, so wait so yeah Dan go ahead because yeah, Dan, so, Dan has a similar
2: I, I, interesting yeah yeah go ahead What? what I mean I've read your bi- biography and, and I remember what you used to do on that podcast do you still do that job
3: no I uh, it's, it's an interesting job to well okay I used to drive hookers around so, I mean, and the whore transporter, right? yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. what they called me. It, it's, um, but realistically, it's not, it's hard to make money off of it because, uh, well, when I was driving, there weren't, there wasn't, there was Uber didn't exist, but, uh, real quickly, it's hard to drive because every, all the girls sort of have the same schedule. So, in other words, when they, I might, pick someone up and take them to their hotel because mm-hmm. you know, of check-in time. Well, I can only take one person at, at a time. I can't take like several. I can't say, oh, wait an hour for me to drop this person off and come. You know, like they all want to check in. Mm. And consequently, when they leave, it's they're all leaving kind of at the same time.
0: It's not like there are morning shifts, afternoon shifts, and night <laughs> right, shifts. Right, so it's exactly. all kind of the night shifts. Why not? Shift. <laughs> right.
3: so, um, okay. so I can only drive one person at a time. My, the money... It was a good day if they would do what's called an out call. Okay. Because it guarantees me two drives. One to take them to their customer and then wait an hour and then pick them up and take them back.
1: Gotcha. So that's
3: like two two fares right there. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's two fares for the whole day or three three fares if I'm lucky.
1: Right. Because you, you can only... Yeah.
3: Because of the same scheduling. Right. Oh, okay. And also LA being so broad, I mean, you know, the, you can only drive... You're driving like you might be driving half hour 45 minutes, yeah, and then coming back to wherever your location is. It, just it's not logistically, it's not, it's very difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. think of it this way Uber drivers and Lyft drivers they work for what you would think they're really busy, especially using you know the using apps and everything, but yeah, yeah, but they have to work for both companies. Most a lot of them work for both companies. Just I work to, for one of them, yeah, I'm not, yeah, not
1: <laughs> um. Uh, it's a it's still a tough gig, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I
3: I took the gig, I did the gig because it was interesting. Well, what happened was a friend of mine is uh, kind of lives that lifestyle, the sort of the escort lifestyle, if you will. And he, I wasn't working at the time, so he called me and said, "Hey, I have a friend who needs to be driven around. Would you be willing to do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not doing anything." And he goes, "But she's an escort." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." Yeah. So then that's what happened. So then she told her friend. And then it's sort of the word of mouth, you know. Okay. To make a long story short, that's how I got around.
1: So, uh, so let me backtrack a little bit. Um, when you're so when your dad passed, your mom had so did she? So who took care of you? I guess. The, okay, yeah. she
3: was introduced to a minister and her family and his family. Got it. And they had a history of taking in kids, ah. but. When I was there, I never saw any of the other kids and I was, I guess, the longest because I was with them like for 13 years.
1: Wow. Yeah. But your mom was still taking care of you periodically, right? Yeah, I'd
3: see her once a week. So I'd go for like maybe the weekend.
1: So you had kind of like a surrogate father figure in the minister sort of.
3: Yeah. Although it was more, although in my life, the mother figure has always been stronger.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
3: well, because, well, obviously my mom's my mom, but in this family, he was a minister, so he was always sort of taking care of stuff. Yeah, and okay. so the mom, uh, she was a, a housewife at the time, so she, so she was the one who was closer to me, or I was closer to her. Okay, so are you a religious person at all, or uh, you know, like people say they don't expect me to be, but in my own way, I I would say I am. Interesting.
1: Which denomination, if you had to pick one? Um,
3: a Baptist, because that's. What they were, why okay. my, my guardians were Baptists. Ah, so I mean, like for instance, you know, because I've played with hookers before, yeah. so that's just kind of like, wait, what does play
1: mean? <laughs> I, I've used their services. <laughs> You've used Use their the services. services. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: So automatically, you know, that kind of puts me on the not on the Christian path. Wait, know?
1: isn't wasn't Mary? Uh, no, like one uh, Jesus's. Uh, what's her what's her Mary name? Mary Magdalene. She was a whore, right? Or, I mean, she was a, a sex
0: worker. Sex worker. Yes. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Our, that's our wo- that's that's our woke guest <laughs> yes. Laura Cox for the win, yeah. Sex You're welcome. Worker. Yeah. So um, that's kind of hypocritical, anyways. Yeah. Uh, continue. So. Oh, so anyway. Um, so you kind of you are slightly off the path compared
3: to conservative traditional right, Baptist. right, exactly. Okay.
0: But they're into fucked up shit too. So right,
3: yeah. they believe I, in the only <laughs> difference is I'm just a little bit more open about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It,
0: so. they're just hypocrites.
1: Mm. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you grew up in, and that was in Glendale area, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. The, well, it was stronger in the Crenshaw because he had his own church. Oh, Crenshaw like, area. Okay. Was his, his job, his was ar- he Asian? So, or? Yeah, yeah, he was Asian. Okay. Like he would go through Southern California opening up churches. Like he oh, opened okay. up like one of the biggest uh, Chinese American churches in LA. Okay. Um, I don't know if it still is, but that, I mean, he was famous within the, the Chinese American religious circle.
1: And then your mom still ran the restaurant, yeah, which, yeah. which was Cantonese uh, cuisine. Yeah, yeah, it was, okay. it
3: was your typical uh, coming in the sixties. It was it was kind of a Chinese American, but it was more of a Chinese. Well, see, I think it was Chinese American because when I look at the the menu, I see things that are Chinese American, like egg foo young.
1: Egg foo young, okay.
3: Um, but
1: Dan, you ha- does your restaurant have egg foo young? Or
3: yeah, yeah, we do. It's yeah. it's not on the menu though, but.
1: We'll we're go, we'll get back to his restaurant. Yeah, yeah Go ahead. Yeah.
3: But then, like, obviously, my mom never fed me that stuff. It, you know, she <laughs> fed me the Chinese stuff, like the real legit stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. So, the restaurant. Okay. Now, Dan, he his family owns
3: uh, Yang Chao.
1: Shout out to Yang uh, Yang Yang Chao. Yeah.
3: The, the one in Chinatown. Yeah. The one that's supposed to be famous for the slippery shrimp. Yeah. That's oh, well, congratulations. I've never <laughs> do, eaten there. It's it's actually on my list, and I've never eaten there because when I was growing up, it was like, to be honest, I only saw white people go in there. Oh, ouch. So, I mean, I don't know if that's to be true Laura, or have not, you been
1: there? or? But, but I think they were a little <laughs> no, bit no. more
3: expensive for us, cheap Chinese. Well, it, it's true. It's true. I mean, but when we first
2: started out, it was, it was primarily Chinese people. And then once we got uh, more of the downtown lawyer crowd. Oh, right. Mm. And then the, gen- the wait started getting longer.
0: The gentrifiers. Then,
2: yeah. And then the Chinese people kind of like left, said, you know what? We can just go. Yeah. Next door to Sam Wu. Right. Exactly. A Sam Wu, the barbecue one. Yeah, yeah. It's um, one of the first ones right next to us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been to that one. I have. I have not been to your restaurant yet, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm making. Uh, I'm because there's <laughs> one in the valley
2: as well. I'm gonna make sure to go to Chatsworth, I think, or yeah. Wait, did
3: you ever work in the restaurant, Dan?
2: Uh, I did. I Up until I moved to San Diego, I was in a Pasadena location every Sunday, um, being a manager and dealing with all the problems that came up.
3: Oh, wow. So, yeah, I wish our paths crossed in Chinatown. It would have been interesting. Yeah.
2: I When I was 13, I, I did work um, uh, like two or three weeks in the summer, and it, it sucked so much <laughs> that I was like, I quit.
3: Ah, because when, when I was younger, uh, growing up in Chinatown, uh, my friends and I, my friends' uh, parents... They or grandparents owned the lime house, and they also op- they also owned the uh, little butcher store next to it. So we would, as the kids, we would deliver uh, meats to the various restaurants around Chinatown. Oh wow! But I guess we didn't deliver to you. Uh, no, <laughs> guess not. I, I, I,
2: how long did you live in Chinatown for? Hang out there?
3: Well, okay, this is a kid, so let's just say sixties and seventies. And then now I'm back, so we'll say the 2000s and on. Hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, we would have we would have crossed past more when I was younger, not not when I was older.
2: Yeah, because I, I lived in Chinatown for about a year in '79. Where'd you live? Where, uh, where cottage home? You know where that the end where the Fuh 87 is right now? Oh yeah yeah of-
3: yeah yeah. Where there used to be a theater there too.
2: Yeah, I used to go to that movie theater. I saw Jackie Chan there once. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah he was dressed all in white he was i don't know how the theater owner got him to come by his his uh, theater but he was really nice um they were showing jackie chan marathon and he showed up and had took pictures and stuff oh nice yeah
1: nice uh one thing i'm so, curious yeah. oh yeah one thing i wanted to mention real quick is we've got four generations here are you comfortable with mentioning your age range or yeah so we've got our 20s miss miss cox here and then mm-hmm. 30s that's me we've got dan 40s, the and, 40s yeah. and then we've got Mr. Bill Poon 50s so good cross-section
4: <laughs>
1: Well yeah so it's interesting we can talk about the history because you've been you're an LA native native so you kind of seen the progress of LA and, and L- Laura's an LA native as well Dan and I, Dan well I I'm a Bay Area native Dan's a I guess San Diego Dan
2: or, mostly San Diego but I did live in LA for like three or four years
3: right and so then during the your last Yang, 10 years, during your Yang Chow years, <laughs> the Yang Chow
2: years Chow years before uh, the divorce. And then after I came back from the Bay Area, I, I lived in LA for a while, for Wait, about your, years.
3: Your divorce or your parents'
2: divorce? Parents' divorce. Uh, so
3: does your family still own the restaurant?
2: Oh yeah. My, my, um, my youngest uncle actually took over the management duties after my dad, um, after the divorce, my dad was like, ah, I, I gotta get out. So he, he bailed and my other uncle took over for a little bit, but it ultimately fell to my youngest uncle who did a great job with it. Mm. And now my cousin's going to uh, be poised to take over the restaurants.
1: Talk about like, um, you know, something we study in like Asian American studies is like the immigration or of, of Asians into, you know, ethno right? Like China, uh, I guess Chinatown would be considered like what? An ethnic enclave, I yeah. guess. Yeah, ethnic enclave. And then from there, we moved out and more into the burbs, to ethno burbs, um, kind of like what Alhambra or something like that. But it's, it's interesting to hear from you guys. Like you guys are part of that experience, you know, kind of like uh, moving into LA through the restaurant experience. A lot of Asian immigrants come in through the, the restaurant industry. Um, my 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 parents are more from the uh, brain drain. So like uh, during the Cold War you know, uh, America was trying to compete against Russia. So they try to recruit a lot of, you know, scientists, engineers. And so my father's part of that kind of immigration. So you guys are kind of like one immigration policy or wave before me. Right. Yeah. And then Laura, what's your immigration story or like, uh, yeah.
0: My my mother was an exchange student. Okay. And stayed here. That's cool. After, she met my dad in the valley in high school when she she's from brazil um so she spent a, a year going to high school here yeah and she went back and then they stayed in touch and a couple of years later my dad went to brazil and proposed oh, that's so- and oh they, romantic um, okay I got, yeah um and then they moved out here or you know to where my dad is from, which uh-huh. is the valley. And um,
3: wait, what was yeah. your mom doing out here?
0: She was in. A, she was just doing an exchange program oh, okay. in Brazil. Um, yeah she she's from kind of an upper middle class family oh, in Brazil, and all of her siblings did exchange programs in the U.S. And she ended up just by chance in um, the San Fernando Valley. One, her, one of her brothers ended up in Wyoming, oh. <laughs> which was unfortunate. Um, <laughs> um, hey, shout yeah, out to Wyoming she, or she really no shout out? I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it just uh, not the most welcoming place for oh, a, a okay. different
1: culture. Does, can you pass so. as white or no?
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think even the, you know, speaking in Portuguese uh. and, and uh, you're just kind of... At least his experience was that he was um, considered to be an other until proven otherwise. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: What yeah. is everyone here born in the U.S.? Yeah? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that's interesting because then, Laura, um, aside from, I guess, from your father's side, on your mother's side, we're essentially the same generation because uh, your mom's an immigrant mm-hmm. and then you were born in the States.
4: Yeah.
1: But I'm always curious about – because I have friends who are – yeah, like maybe the mom side is South American or dad side, and but they look white, so it's it's like a different. Even though you're technically the same kind of immig- uh, immigration uh, generation as us, it's totally different experience. I'm assuming. Yeah, because everyone just thinks you're strictly American, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And people assume that my, like a lot of people think that my mother, who barely has an accent, but it, it, it's just very subtle. They think that she has like. Hearing loss, what? which is yeah, which I think is a common thing with people who have very slight, slight accents. accents. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And people, yeah, people <laughs> really, exactly- what? yeah, yeah, people assume that she's American born oh. and that sh- like the kind of subtle funniness, fu- quote unquote, funniness of her voice comes from. Huh. Yeah. Being hard of hearing or something.
3: Intrinsically, our our experiences will be different from Laura's just because we look Asian. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean that, I, yeah. Whether we're Americanized. Yeah. I mean, have you
1: ever been assumed that you're American? Like, like you're like. No, I'm always. Yeah,
3: I always get the experience like, oh, where are you from? Or like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, growing having well. grown up, I have less like. Like people don't assume that I'm from. I I don't get that experience. Right, because you I guess. Being, being mannerisms. You know, like, yeah, and being your, in L.A. Being I mean, I did when I was little, when I was younger, of course. Sure, you sure, yeah. get those. But I think here in L.A., people are a little bit more open or receptive that, yeah, just because he looks Asian doesn't mean he's
1: right. an immigrant. Did you speak but, Cantonese growing up, or?
3: Kind of. I mean, my mom only spoke Cantonese. My guardians spoke both. Oh, but okay. it was kind of, so at their house, it was kind of a Chinglish going on. Okay. So, uh, but now my... My Cantonese is a little bit rough.
1: Rough, okay. Dan, you, can, you guys can practice Cantonese together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, my Cantonese is rusty too because I I'm, I don't uh, speak... I don't have interactions with my uh, my family as much these days now that I'm in San Diego. been uh, been ostracized uh, or exiled. Oh, really? Because you moved down to San Diego? Not ostracized. I, 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 I self-exiled. Uh, self exile.
4: Okay.
1: <laughs> um,
2: one thing I was curious about is like, so,
1: um, what kind of education did you uh, like? We went through high school uh, in LA and all that.
3: Me. Yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to Glendale High School. Okay. Uh, then I went to Glendale College for like three years, uh, changed my major, and then ended up going to UCLA. Cool. What did you study there? Anthropology.
1: Oh, uh, cool. Did you, yeah. Did you,
0: yeah, Laura.
1: Dope. <laughs> 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 oh, did you did you complete your degree and all yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you do a master's program at no, all? No. Okay.
0: They, oh.
3: Basically, anthropology is, as my counselor said, it's a soft science. So <laughs> you, well, I went in there. I mean, I was about to get kicked out. And then I actually saw the counselor by accident, actually. I went in to, to to make an appointment with the counselor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they said, oh, yeah, well, why don't you just go into that room over there? And then there's like a bunch of other students there. And so everyone's talking about their issues. And then... And I'm like, wow, how come, how come the counselor knows these people? You know, like they know these people coming in just like me. And then they said, oh yeah, we have, and then they look at me and then they came to me and then they said, oh yeah, we have your files right here. And I'm like, this is really weird. I haven't even signed in. I haven't told them anything. And so they're kind of going through. I'm like, that's not me. And, and it was just a coincidence that that group was basically people who were sort of, uh, On probation okay so so then I had to see her later and then she said well you're getting close to um, you're actually getting close to having too many credits UCLA doesn't allow like basically it prevents uh, full-time students okay so she says what do you really want to do and I said I just want to get out (laughs) <laughs> and it's such a sad. So, she said, so she uh, what, what year number is this? Like This is like 85. No, this is well there you said like, it would have been my Yeah, close to four years. Four years. No no, is. no, no. It's my I'm sorry, it's like my third year. Okay. So um
1: Oh wow, so by your third year you're already like hitting the max almost. Right, because okay. of
3: because of my uh, all the classes I transferred over. oh they, they include those too.
1: From your co- Okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: So then uh so then they, they, so she looks at my transcript, she says, well, looks like you, the easiest way for you to get out is either anthropology or art history. So I said, I think, <laughs> I like art history, but I felt like it wasn't going to be as helpful okay. work going on in the working world. So I said, okay, I'll just major in anthropology. So cool. then I just finished up the my last, like, half year, year.
1: And has that affected you, like that, the... Has your education influenced you in any way, or not so much? You haven't really used it. I,
3: the actual study of what I learned, yeah, was interesting. I guess. Yeah, or? it was interesting, but it, it ha- you know, like it's never been pertinent to any of the jobs I've had.
1: Yeah,
3: basically UCLA for me, and I, and this I knew this going in was that it was going to I'm going to use it on my resume to get myself into interviews. Ah, that's, like that's the name of the school. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. because like UCLA is a, is a research university and I knew I was gonna go into business. So there's oh, yeah. no, you know, there's no correlation. Mm-hmm. So, and I knew like, well, when you go into the business world, they're just gonna teach you whatever it is they need you to do.
4: Mm.
3: You know, like I'm not coming in as a CEO or, you know, an executive, I'm coming as an entry level entry person. Level, yeah. So it's gonna be like, well, do you take, as they are going through the resumes and calling people in, are they gonna call the person from UCLA, or are they gonna call the person from, you know, Cal State LA? Gotcha. So, gotcha. so no, I no offense that. to Cal State LA, yes. but uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the, 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 so then what was a progression of jobs to horror tra- uh, to, to transport uh, transporting uh, sex, sex workers? workers. So, thank you. Like, I mean, was it hard finding a, a gig? I guess for the years prior to that, or no,
3: you know? I I was you know I had regular jobs, corporate jobs. Okay. And then um, it was just one of those things. Like, it he, he happened to call me at just at the right time when I wasn't working. Year
1: between jobs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of work do you enjoy doing? Then, I, you know, that that's like a pretty interesting gig. But like, what's your normal gig, if I may ask? Yeah, yeah. I don't
3: any... really have a normal gig. Like, you I don't, know, okay. I don't, I don't have like a career path. Like, ah. like, all my jobs have been different. Like, when I first got out of school, I worked at a bank for six months. Then. I worked for import export company for like for like seven years. Uh-huh. Then I worked for a um, a social media uh, a social media company. Uh-huh. And then after that, then I worked uh, for a magazine. Oh, and and then,
1: just, yeah, as so, an editor or what? no, as a writer. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, so you have a writing background. Uh, yeah. Laura and I are both writers.
3: But yeah. So it was the jobs that have always interested me are the jobs that I just found interesting. To do or to to say, oh, that's what I do. That the reason I ask is because it's it's
1: um so you you know about the mala minority myth, I guess. Yeah. 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 So breakdown of the mala minority myth is that Asian Americans are a mala minority in that we are overachievers. We are we go to very we go to we're we go to high paying jobs. Like lawyer, lawyer, engineer, dentist, accountant, these things, and so a lot of times the um, the hege- the white hegemony would put they would they would label Asian Americans as oh look at this how great this minority is doing how come you blacks and Latinos are not stepping up to the plate so they would pit you know it would pit eight minorities against each other that's kind of the model minority myth in a nutshell and and it's sort of it's um, but what's curious, what I'm curious about is, like, your, your path doesn't really model the model. Right, 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 right. <laughs> And that's why I'm attracted to, like, that's probably why I was attracted to, to David's story. Mm. Uh, Eddie Huang is another guy right. who, who's doing interesting stuff. Jenny Yang is doing some awesome stuff as well. Um, and basically, people in entertainment. Or it, the thing is, is this. I have, I have nothing but love. I have a cousin who's a doctor. He's trying to be doctor. Right. But he loves it. And he's the kind of doctor I want. I don't want that Asian guy who's like, oh, fuck, I'm only doing this because my parents forced me to. Right, you know? right, yeah. right. So, I mean, was your mom ever worried about your career path or anything like that? Was she like, I guess, tiger mommy in any way? No, because
3: or? when she was still alive, I, I mean, I was working corporate. So oh, okay. so it's like, I mean, I wasn't doing these weird jobs. I was doing like real jobs. Sure. You know, so it, it, there were jobs that she could be proud of me doing. Okay, cool. So.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Dan, did you have anything to add?
2: No, not that part. I, I was just curious about what you're doing these days, if you, if you don't mind sharing. Besides yeah, I'm I'm guys...
3: kind of uh, I'm just a bookkeeper. I'm a part-time bookkeeper
1: for for uh, triads or no no <laughs> this for
3: for a friend of mine. He's uh, you know he needed some help, so he said, "Hey Bill, I I need help." Um, do you want to do, like, a little bit of bookkeeping, a little bit of uh, running around for me? I'm like, yeah, okay. And he lives, like, 15 minutes away from me, so it, it kind of works out. Well, it works out because it's part, uh, I mean, it's part-time, so I use the other time to either work another job or to oh, do something.
1: that's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is that, uh, Laura, did you have a question about that? Or... No. Is that above table, below table, or? You don't have to answer that, that's fine. I mean,
3: do I make <laughs> no it's above the table it's I above mean, the table it's I a good check yeah okay. my, my, my money gets taken out I think okay. it's not pure
1: cash okay. Yeah, yeah okay yeah. cool cool just want to make that clear uh in college uh okay i'm gonna get into like dating now um segue um in college like when did you start like dating i guess or like um Getting into relationships. I'm curious about the dating scene back in the 70s at this time is when you started or like... 80s. 80s,
3: okay, yeah. Uh, I graduated high school in 79. Got it, okay. So uh, 80s, for me it was interesting because growing up in Glendale, during my high school, it's it's primarily white. When I went to UCLA, then it was like a lot of Asians
1: Right, those so, overachieving Asians, yeah. yeah. so uh,
3: <laughs> that's you know, like I, you, I basically date or crush on people on people in my environment. Yes. So I'm sure if I went to a... if I started living in Mexico, I would you know start liking Hispanic girls. Okay. So so there's like like I don't I mean yeah I mean there's it's just whatever's around me is what I date. Okay. I mean that sounds so but it's not i don't know that, that makes
1: that sense i mean yeah laura you agree with that i mean yeah. yeah i grew up around a lot of filipinos and vietnamese and i my first girlfriend was chinese vietnamese or vietnamese chinese i guess right. yeah uh so you dated you when did you start dating like in high school or college or
3: uh let's see i guess yeah I, probably in college because i didn't have a car or anything in high school so okay. I, I worked after my after school so i did not really have time Pre-
1: preference are you, do you have racial preferences or are you just kind of like your environment? So in UCLA, that's white, Asian. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah.
3: Um, if I have to put down a preference, I
1: mean, you if, don't have to, I'm just saying if you do have if a I, one,
3: if yeah. it's actually, I would say Asian only, but it can be broken because I only pick Asian. Well, I won't say only, but because of the food, of the food <laughs> because I have dated white girls before and. I took them to a Chinese restaurant and what I thought was real basic and yeah. they were just like, ooh, this is kinda Ethnic. Yeah. Oh God. So I'm like, all right. I mean, you know I'm it's, so sorry. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> don't it, apologize it, for Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hold you responsible for your entire race. So, <laughs> yeah, so I, I only so otherwise, you know, but if so if you if it, it comes down to it, it's just like, well, if you like to eat, I'm, I'm probably gonna be more apt to want to date you. Interesting.
1: Uh, okay. Now Okay, this is what I want to talk about because I, I think uh, this is an important topic to talk about. Um, Asian male masculinity, right? We talked about it briefly before the podcast, but um, it's something that Dan and I, like, we, we've talked a little bit about before. But, like, do Asian men get love, in L, like, in the dating pool, you think? It, or is it more like you just focus on personality or... I'm wondering like what is the dating scene in the 80s like was there any discrimination like was there any women that said oh I don't date Asians also um, just for our listeners like uh, I guess you're you're a shorter person and at that time were you uh, I guess still short still short yeah. and then I guess were you like what was your body type at that time I guess
3: um I was probably more average average to thin at that okay at that time
1: okay um, yeah, how was was it a lot of hit or miss, or were you pretty successful as far as getting numbers,
3: attracting women? I mean, yeah. I wasn't really like a Casanova. Yeah. So let's say I'm one to 10, 10 being very successful. Sure. Five's yeah. average. Yeah. One is someone who doesn't ask. Yeah. I'm probably like a three. Okay. I just didn't go out very much,
1: and it wasn't a priority for you, really.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a nice way to put it, because <laughs> you put the onus on me saying it wasn't a priority, but right, right, right. okay. Uh,
1: so, one thing. Uh, okay, let me sh- let me see you. Do I have my where's my phone? Yeah, uh, Dan. Questions? Any questions, man?
2: Yeah. So, how is uh, dating life these days? Oh. I mean, you, you have some. F- well, you're, you're a little bit more well known than you were in the '80s. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't.
3: I don't think I have. I don't think I'm well known enough that I could parlay that into a successful dating life. But, uh, <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. See, like prior, I wasn't working, so I hung out with my friends, and you know, I'm at, I'm at an age where most of my friends, like the bigger social circle. Like, a lot of them are married and have kids now. So, we're, there's no, like, parties to go to. You know, like, like those friends, they t- what I've noticed is that when they have their kids, they tend to hang out with other parents with kids about the same age. I yeah, mean, it just yeah. kind of works out that way. So, I you know, one of the common common issues about people in L.A., and I'm sure any big city, is they, the, they said they don't know where to meet people. Yeah. And so... Um, to be honest, so then I wasn't really meeting anybody until we did that show together, and I'm oh. like, "Wow, that there's a pool here of, of, of women to to date." Oh, huh? because I, you know, because you see them every day. It, like for me, I I don't, you know, like I kind of just do my own thing. Yeah, and yeah I don't yeah. hang out at clubs or bars or churches, you know.
0: Had you ever used um, a um, application like Tinder or
3: I have used it okay, before, but I and it's not an issue of low self esteem. But for me, I don't think I come off very well on paper. Okay. Like I'm better like like having yeah. a, a social interaction that I think women would feel more. They're more likely to want to go out with me. Whereas when you look at a paper, you're like, man, here's a a short chubby asian dude who's like 54 55 whatever i am now and it's like that's not exactly like their ideal you know like when you're going through when you're at bastion robin's 31 flavors you have a lot to choose from sure yeah, yeah so yeah. why choose that flavor when you have all these when you can get your ideal flavor so well,
1: well one of my friends I, I i play push hands with it in the park at tai chi push hands 70 mm-hmm. year old white jewish guy mm-hmm. he's on bumble and he's kind of successful but the thing is, he is white. He is, I guess, financial very financially stable, right? And he's kind of a taller dude, right? So, what? Our-
0: what? A, do you know what? I'm uh, just curious. Yeah. What? What age range he puts? The
3: youngest. In. Yeah. He's I'm- got was like 36. Whoa! Wow. And he's 70? Ooh. He's 70. He, I mean, he not
0: up- as young as I feared, but
3: yeah. Can and- he get away with being 30 something? He,
1: he and he. The thing is, he's not a creepy dude. He's a pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm nice,
3: sure, yeah.
0: Nice. Wait, yeah. he puts that he's 36. No, no, he, okay, he's 70 okay. years okay. old. Okay. But okay. I
1: guess his age range, he's. I, I oh, guess, it really dates. Y- yeah, it's fairly open.
0: 36
4: and, and up.
1: <laughs> it seems, well, the young, yeah, he's telling me, yeah. like. And I asked him, so. Uh, do you think she has an agenda? He's like, maybe, but, you know, I'm just going to see how it goes because I have no agenda. You know, he, he goes in very, like, Tai Chi, like, very, see what happens, go with the flow. And um, I was just like, damn. Must be. I don't know. It must be good to be a white guy. I mean, <laughs> like real talk. Like, cause, um, okay. There's this article I read about uh, this this guy. He's a, a food writer in in, in London. He uh, he wrote this uh, blog about how three main and tell me Laura if this is correct or not. Three main characteristics that attract the opposite sex are race with a preference for white and sometimes African American. Uh, Height above, you know, whatever, five, eight, or something like that, and uh, wealth, right? You have to be Mm -hmm. fairly wealthy, right? So these are the three primary... This is what he thought is the three primary attraction traits. And he was so depressed by this because he was like a a shorter Asian male who didn't make that much money. He was like a food blogger. But,
3: uh, yeah. But it also depends, like, you know, like you have to date within your range you yeah i mean, I, mean like,
0: I i guess that's true but i think that i would be more depressed by these standards for what attracts men oh interesting women. okay no no that's I, a good I good would, perspective yeah. yeah i mean and what, and those I, yeah. are
1: what tits and ass or i mean i <laughs> mean you
0: tell me i don't know <laughs>
1: um
0: i think it's uh in my experience yeah it's it's um i mean I, I don't know. I guess the the guys that tend to be attracted to me are they think that I'm um, like a Zoe Deschanel type. You're a manic pixie Yeah, manic pixie. And then like whenever, Dream girl, yeah. as soon as I get more complicated than that yeah. or more interesting than that, it's like um, it stops uh, working. Uh, it's almost like a deal breaker. Exactly. It's like a um. I think that guys tend to project their fantasies onto women, and For then sure, yeah. when those kind of break down, it's not good news.
1: Right. Shout out, okay, to all the men out there, women, you do not own women, men. Okay, <laughs> let's let's make this clear. No, this is real talk. So that guy that I, who wrote that law lo- that that blog, that was his last blog. He committed suicide.
3: Oh, yeah. Jesus. I'll, I'll
1: send you a link. It's, kind of interesting when you
3: knew him though i did not oh, know him oh, okay. but
1: i i read the article i was like dude this he's put so much so much emphasis on being attractive to women
3: that it depressed him you know well like, maybe i mean the i mean obviously was there are other issues there's been probably of, mental I mean, health yeah yeah, yeah yeah but you know like you're gonna you're gonna bark you're gonna have a bad record if you are just asking let's just For the sake of the conversation, world class models, and you're not a world class model, so yeah, Yeah. you're gonna get depressed to say like, oh, they're only attracted to to tall, rich, white dudes. Well, yeah, because they can, you know. So why don't you sort of? I I mean, I don't know about this guy, but I'm just saying you pick within your field, your range, and you know, and you'd probably be all right.
0: And maybe spend less time on on theories and and these this like practicum, and more time on engaging with. People.
1: There you go. There you go. That's uh, what go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, okay, back to the show that we were on before, uh, So did you meet someone on it? Or? Well, I met a lot of people on it. I
3: I mean I'm just in general, oh, in general yeah, as yeah, like yeah. a social circle. Yeah, 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 are you, yeah. Are
1: you talking to anyone? Frankly.
3: Yes. Wow. Well but well, no, I'm just starting because it's been how long has it been? A month? It's been then, like a month, yeah. Then, oh almost well, a month, yeah. Uh, he, uh, without getting into it, yeah I'm just starting to uh, and I just got back from vacation so
1: okay do you have an age range
3: it depends on what you're talking about if you're talking about a relationship yes if you're talking about dating no
1: oh interesting just 18 and up for dating I guess yeah because
3: my theory my theory about it is that if you're just dating you're yeah. not looking at long term and if she says yes you know and you have chemistry then let's just go go out mm-hmm. and have fun you know it's not uh, it's not anything serious
1: so what's what's what is the age ideal age range for 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 the girlfriend experience I guess for the relationship experience
3: well ideally for me it would probably be someone in their 40s and up
1: okay interesting
3: yeah yeah I've I mean I would and that's just my philosophy I don't think any girl in their 20s should be just settling down yeah well not just girls boys too I just think as right, a single right. person in your 20s you start to learn about life and you mm-hmm. learn about yourself during those that age and to be with someone I think sort of you kind of either get overshadowed or you're not yourself you're part of another group you know you're, yeah. in this case your boyfriend or girlfriend right. that's why so for me I would never I wouldn't well, I didn't get engaged so young okay. and I don't feel like anyone should
0: you're still a cocooning yeah
1: yeah <laughs> uh, do, do you do you feel that pressure at all? Because, okay, I'm in my 30s now, and already most of my friends are having kids, getting married and stuff like that. I'm really curious, like at your age, seems like you don't, uh, Bill. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because Laura's still cocooning. Um, <laughs> and But Bill, you are, do you feel pressure at all? Do you
3: give yourself pressure at all? Or you're like, whatever? Like I'm whatever, because you, there are certain, the, the way in my life has been, yeah. there's things that you cannot control. Huh. so like if I don't meet somebody, not for lack of trying, but if I don't meet I mean that's just what it is. Now if I don't like it's one thing that if I stop trying then that's different. Yeah. You know, then yeah. that that is something on me that I should put myself out there. But as long as I'm going out or at least trying to, then there's nothing I can do.
1: Right. You if you're doing the best you can yeah, yeah then Yeah, I I feel you. Dan, you have anything to you want to add to that or?
2: No, I, I don't think there's much to add to that discussion, from on my side.
1: Yeah, because you you kind of went at the pace that you went, and it seemed to work out for you. So yeah, he's yeah yeah yeah. Because you got married, what? How many years ago? Six. Six. So you're okay. Okay, I you're was in your late my late thirties. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. So I still have a little bit of time. If I'm going to follow your track, I guess. Or, <laughs> but again, as Bill says, as the wise uh, Bill says, you, there's some things you can't control. Like real talk, I I've, I've been in a dry period. It's it's been it's it's like a drought. It's right. like um, <laughs> it's like California. So like, um, but you know what? I'm kind of okay. I'm coming to terms with it. You know.
3: Well, um, are you in a drought because you're going zero for? for or you're in a drought like you're just not see you're not even finding anybody to ask out i've been on plenty of dates
1: like because of tinder and and coffee oh okay so yeah but
3: um as far as
1: like you know going all the way physically or getting into a relationship or anything mm -hmm. like that so far nothing nothing okay um i think part of that has been one maybe being too needy or putting too much pressure on myself so like okay because of the show i i saw uh therapist for the first time okay I've never seen a therapist before well no that's a lie I saw a counselor once in uh because I thought I had OCD disorder um which I kind of do but he said dude you're all right you're like there's guys who can't what he he told me that okay 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 I'll tell you my my this is my therapy segment there james's therapy sessions
0: did this does this person have a just a master's degree or like what was his. What okay there's a high school counselor
1: uh, i was i just got into college right and um uh, episode one came out the the phantom menace right mm-hmm. and like during the phantom menace <laughs> during the phantom menace uh i was i had put so much I was so eager to watch it. Oh, no. Yeah, that, that that I had to make sure everything was perfect. I was sitting in my seat, and I was like, <laughs> okay, I got to go pee. Let me go pee first. Right. So I went to go pee, but I didn't want to miss a second of it. So I made, So then I peed, and then when the trailer started, I'm like, I'm going to pee again right for for the previews, you know? And not, even though nothing came out, I still went. And then and then I kept fidgeting with my zipper like, oh, is my zipper Are you by closed? yourself, or are
3: you with support? friend?
1: I, I, I'm with like a friend or something, okay. yeah. Uh, and I, uh, is my zipper? Is my zipper okay? I kept checking my zipper, and I thought I just it ruined my it ruined my experience. And then the movie's not that good either. Yeah, I
3: was gonna say it's not you; it was the movie.
1: And I kept thinking, is it the <laughs> movie or is it me? And I it was, no, it was the movie. It was the movie. Yeah, and yeah. Not looking back on it, but I was just I was so distracted during the movie because like I'm I'm not really engaged, and I'm keep checking my zipper and like thinking you have to pee again. Yeah, thinking maybe I have to pee, and then I talked to a counselor about. It. He's like, "Look, James, there's people who." Can't leave the house because of OCD. They right. have to check the, the 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 oven sixty times, and they have to count it out, and they have to start over. Or they they every time they park the car, they have to check all the tire pressures, stuff like that. So what you have is manageable, and I don't recommend taking medication or anything because the next step would be like medication or something like that. Right, right. Or yeah. Or... Did
0: you? But did you continue saying him? No,
1: I didn't. It was did like he... a one-time thing.
0: Yeah. I'm. I I call bullshit on that.
1: You call bullshit. Good. Why Why you say that? Yeah.
0: I think that, um, I mean, regardless of whether you have a diagnosable condition, he should have continued to see you as long as you're concerned about, like, as long as this, this thing was interfering with your ability to, to enjoy life,
3: enjoy bad movies,
0: enjoy (laughs) bad movies. And like, what were you going to do when episode two came out, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm over it. Fuck it. Just. (laughs)
3: were Were you over it or did you continue being fidgety and i
1: i got i got over it um i kind of just toughed it out um so the more recent case was uh i talked to a therapist about you know being in the drought right Mm -hmm. and like this one time uh in our episode 19 of our podcast here i talk about like not getting all the way with a girl, right? And he got me super depressed for like two days, like kind of like a really sharp depression of like hating myself. Um, I didn't want to hurt myself, right, not that right, bad, right, right, right. but more just like, man, I'm, I keep getting in my own way sort of thing. And I talked to him about it. And to be honest, he kind of gave me similar advice as Dan or one of my other friends would give me. But it's, I guess it's interesting to hear from someone who doesn't really know me and uh, we did two sessions, and uh, it really came back to like a couple things. Loving yourself, right? So it's like, wh- why is it so important for me to get validated by someone else, a female, like, right? right. Oh, I didn't get sex or a blowjob or whatever. So, but why is that so important, right? Maybe because of intimacy or self-worth. But if you already love yourself and you have self-worth, then you don't necessarily have to seek those things out. And in the long run, it makes you more attractive, like having yeah. self-love, you know? And the other thing was um, this this feeling of delayed happiness, right? And uh, how you can be happy right now. You don't have to have sex and then, oh, I ticked that off, now I'm happy. Because you take that off and you, oh, I want more sex and I want sex with certain, you know, types of girls and check, it's never ending, right? So that's kind of what I got out of it. Um, I don't know, do you guys have any thoughts on that? Or <laughs> I kinda just took over, sorry. No, That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, for you, like happiness does not necessarily mean you have to be married, right? Right, right, right. Okay.
3: You're okay like being now oh, but, I mean it's not to say I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being married. I mean it's yeah. not like it's off the table. It's yeah, just yeah. like it's just not happening now, so it's fine. Okay. I mean you have to make do with what you have.
1: Right, yeah. And, like, like, going back to your thing, sometimes things just happen. Sometimes yeah. it's a dry spell. And,
3: mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's, and it's nothing... It's, it's not, a slump.
1: It's a slump. And it's not, like, doesn't mean I'm a worthless person. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, one thing I was... Do you have... Uh, now, have you been with... Uh, sorry, sorry, Laura. Have you been with
3: white women before as well? Or are you strictly mostly Asian women? Mostly Asian. Interesting. I, I was with the... Oh, I wasn't with but i had i had a very good a platonic white friend sure yeah but my mom was so always so deathly afraid that of of us getting together really because we spent a lot of time together oh and then like she she dropped one of those crazy i think it was one of those things just she said if you go out with her twice the third time she's gonna want to get married with you i'm like what, what? yeah i'm like well, that's crazy i'm like first of all i've really been <laughs> hanging out with this girl like a lot more than three times my so. mom would get along with your mom yeah, yeah she's exactly i'm like yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, yeah mom, I'm not that dumb and
1: uh dude some some parents are so racist like i said you know and i said hey mom like what if i date like you know a black lady or yeah. something and she's like james don't don't joke around like <laughs> <laughs> wow and yeah it was bad and then you know it's what's wrong with you know yeah, there's some attractive black women. I mean, what's up with that? You know? And um, uh, So, okay, here here I want to show you guys this profile real quick. Yeah, Dan, Dan, I already texted you this one. Uh, yeah. so it's okay, this what this white girl, she's in her late 30s and the first line says Annyeonghaseyo, Konnichiwa, Ni Hao. Okay? So this is hello in Korean, hello in Japanese, hello in Mandarin.
4: Mhm.
1: Okay. Uh, Laura as as a Passing it as white female, what's, what's your first impression of that?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm flipping can, uh, I, can I read the rest of my profile?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fairly short.
0: I don't care for it.
3: Why don't, yeah. you, care Why don't it? you care for the it?
0: The second lo- Okay, first of all, th- there would oh, have sorry. to be I like, like, oh a God. very explicit uh, clarification for using this these languages that are not her own but then she's going
1: through my chats right now sorry, too. Really. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to i didn't mean to no you can't i don't care it's fine
0: but yeah. the, the second line is i am connected to the earth and the sky
2: oh my god
0: and that's just a bummer
1: i'm trying to set up a second date though i mean
0: <laughs> i mean i guess how she, was it yeah, <laughs> yeah how, was, how the was the first, first, first date, date?
1: <sighs> okay Let's get into this. She's uh, very
0: conventionally attractive, I guess.
1: She's conventionally so, guys. And that's her, right? Like she looks. She like looks her, like that, or, yeah. Okay, you guys. It's a, it's been a dry period for James, all right. So, okay, I have standards, but standards are not rigid. You know, <laughs> they're they're not set in stone. I I I have certain things. Um, Okay, I asked her about I asked her about the the lines like oh why do you have these these uh, Asian these uh, East Asian phrases uh, Korean you know and she's like yeah no I I am uh, I'm, I'm studying Korean right now she's lived in LA for a while and you know there's a lot of Koreans uh, and she's into you know Asian culture and I asked her so uh, when it comes to dating do you have a preference? she walked around the topic a little bit and then i got and she said yeah uh, since 2014 i only date
0: asian asian men,
1: men. and why is that she, and it was an interesting uh, reason she said as a kid she remember going to like taekwondo or hapkido or whatever korean martial arts school and thinking as a middle schooler, like thinking, oh, the instructor looks kind of cute, but not really thinking too much of it yeah, because yeah. she grew up in the East Coast in a predominantly white area. And it wasn't until, and then she, that came back to her maybe in college when she had like an Asian friend, uh, Asian female friend, and she, an Asian female friend had other guy friends. She said, oh, they're kind of cute. But no, none of these guys would pick her up, like pick, uh, you know, hit on her, flirt hit with on, her, her. On, her, on her. And she was like, huh. That's weird. And it wasn't until like 2014, I think she was she said she was just like on Netflix or something. And she picked, she was, she's watched a bunch of other stuff. She's like, you know, I'm gonna pick this Korean, you know, romance drama or something. And she's just like, dude, these guys are hot. And she's been she's been stuck on it since. Wow. And uh and I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Like I wanna get your your guys of cuz okay uh during the date she's kind of she's a little bit on the touchy side with me I was I was like that's oh, good she, it's good and she's uh, obviously she's like not she's not um she yeah so she she's kind of touchy and, and you know she, for her to have that conversation with me shows that she's fairly open honest and uh and but at the same time I'm just thinking Wait, strictly asian men and we're talking east asian men i asked her so what about you know what about vietnamese filipino and she's like well she hesitated and i just mm. I, I i yeah the conversation stopped there so uh do you
2: feel weird about being objectified is that the problem
1: i think so dan i think
0: how does it feel james to be objectified <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm okay if it's to, to bill's point if it's dating if it's just dating, I'm
2: fine with it. James, this is my take on this. I yes. don't think you should worry about it anymore. Yeah. Go end your drought and then think about it. Yes. Thank you, Dan. Okay. But when she's getting something out of it. You're getting something out of it. It's a mutual thing.
1: But okay. Okay. There's okay. Yes. Else to Think about. Uh, yeah. Okay, else to think okay,
0: about. okay. But I'm thinking. It doesn't have to be political. I'm thinking,
1: well, I hate myself after, but
3: okay. But you're thinking, don't even think that. Just don't worry James, about what. Don't go to the bathroom twice before yeah. you go watch the Final Minutes. That's James, what you're doing here. James,
0: <laughs> James, don't leave the bed to turn on the music. Oh
3: my God. You listened to that?
0: Oh God. No, I was there. I was there. You heard
1: me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah.
2: <laughs> she's getting something out of it. You're getting something out of it. It doesn't matter what the motivation is or what the, the reasons behind it all. Just go end your drought, and then you can think clearly and, and about your life, I mean, do your you, future, whatever. Do you yeah. enjoy
3: being with her? It's uh, or is it a struggle? It's okay. Well, well it's one time. It was one date. One so. date.
0: Yeah. Are you attracted to her?
3: Physically. Well, you 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 called her on the on, on the. I app, called her so, on the so, app. So, yeah, yeah. So and I called
1: like, her on the the fetishization, and you know she was like, "Whatever. Hey, yeah, I'm only into yeah. Asian men." And the thing is, I. Uh, I have an Asian guy friend who's only into Asian women, right? Mm-hmm. And for some reason, why is that okay? Because he's an Asian man? Like, why is but then it's 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. so so Bill, you're you're predominantly into Asian women, but like yeah, I mean what well, That's
2: because of food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's We'd where you established that. That's yes. It's because of food. A valid reason. Is that Okay.
2: So. okay? It's a cultural
1: thing. It's a cultural thing, yeah. And um, okay, I have to tell you guys this. Okay, I went. Okay, I drive. I drive Lyft, right? H- okay, Bill. Uh, this. Uh, okay, I going to ask you this, and I'm going to talk about me too. But like, um, have you been ever been attracted to a one of your clients? And has that ever ended? Has that ever turned into anything? Can you talk about that?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I can talk about it. Um, no, clients be, as be, 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 sex be, workers. Be, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're talking about physically, sure, but like. Like, to actually go out with them, no. Okay. Because I, I get to know them. Yeah, Like, yeah, you know, yeah. they're, they're, usually my customers are repeat customers. And You're not doing any more, though. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I know them well enough, that I was like, yeah, I would not want to date them because they're just not that interesting. Mm-hmm. However, there was one, and, and it's, it was kind of a, a, a rule of mine not to s- sleep with any of the women I drove. Uh, And then I said, well, there is one I would break rule for oh interesting okay and we ended up being pretty good friends and and broke the rule and she became my roommate for a couple years and 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 that's that or a year one
1: year and then that was and then you guys were like friends with benefits or no no
3: no it was uh girlfriend
0: (sighs) complicated yeah
3: it was complicated but but so anyway I, i i didn't really want to get i kind of swung the conversation around but anyway um what was the original question
1: uh, have you ever been attracted yeah. to your client? Yeah, yeah, right? one. One? Yeah. Wow. So I I drive, you know, for a ride share, like mm-hmm. Uber, Lyft, not Uber. But, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I drove one girl recently. She was, like, in her late 20s, and she happened to be Asian. Uh, we hit it off really oh, well. nice. Yeah. And then, uh, we, she was just coming back from Vegas, uh, and uh, where'd super, you pick her up from there from, from like near the LA Broad Museum area? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she's come back from Vegas, a bachelorette party, and super cute. Um, she was like Singaporean Chinese okay. or whatever, and it's interesting. And we we're just bagging on mainland Chinese people, right? Because right, right, <laughs> right, right. there's a lot of mainland Chinese people nowadays with new money, right? The, the international students, and they're all from that generation of single one woman. Are you an only child? Yes. Okay. They're all only children. And I'm not saying that specifically like your generation, but like this particular generation with new money and only children, there are some solipsistic
3: tendencies or narcissistic tendencies. Oh, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I mean, it's with any single child.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but, and we were just totally talking about like intellectually, she's really on point. And because she, she she's from a different Asian experience, right? She's from the Singaporean Chinese. She born there or born here? She was born, I believe, there. Yeah, I believe in Singapore. But then she She went to international school, so her mm. English was you know fairly fluent. So and, you're
3: driving, and she's you know, sitting next to you or behind you? She's sitting next to me. So because, you guys are like yeah guys yeah, and, and like, like
1: you know I'm here, and then uh, okay, and then so now it's detective time she have a boyfriend or not. Right. So, bachelorette party, oh, so, uh, who's getting married? Oh, so everyone was single at the bachelorette party? She's like, oh, except one girl. And I'm like, okay, except one girl. And then, yeah, and then, so I'm assuming you're getting married then? Yeah. She's, oh, she was the one getting she's, married. She's not the bachelorette, but she was one of the other girls who was not single at the bachelorette party? So, so basically, I said you went to a bachelorette party, right? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, you guys all single then except her? Like, no, all she all said, of oh, us, but,
3: but one. I all
1: thought. all of us are at the bachelorette party are uh, getting married actually within oh. the next year. Oh, except for one girl, and it wasn't and it her. It wasn't her. her. So, said, okay. and I started thinking to myself, okay, this girl is like a ninety percent girl. Uh, uh, so this, what I mean by ninety percent girl is like I don't know her hundred percent. I just met her. But based on initial reaction chemistry, she's like a 90% like right, right. as far as compatibility, right? And I was just like, "Wow. All this time that I've been dating with all these other girls, I it's I've probably maybe had out of like 60 plus dates. I've maybe had chemistry with three of them, and they're probably more in the 80% range." Right, right, right. And I'm just like, "Wow." Actually, maybe I should be focusing on my time on finding these 90% girls. Compatibility girls. But, yeah, so anyways. But, I but, mean,
0: it's one thing to say that, but how do you find... Yeah, and it's just like, it
1: just happened, right? It's, yeah,
3: it's yeah, yeah. so you, you basically have to just stay in the game until you find mm-hmm. your 90% girl. Yeah. And then
1: maybe it'll turn to 100% or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right.
3: Or you, you st- still say 90, but you compromise for the other 10 okay which is what relationships are yeah. about there's oh. there's
0: no there's oh. okay. no 100% girl mm-hmm.
1: that's right that's there's no manic pixie chick who's who's i can save or who's gonna save me <laughs> yes. right yeah
0: that's why okay Cupid doesn't do 100% matches oh interesting oh. i i don't know that was stupid
4: okay
3: No. <laughs> no that's good um if you have issues you should just come to us instead of going to some to therapy, therapy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no i you know what <laughs> i realized that or oh, is but... this what the podcast really is about yeah, yeah. i guess it's about my
1: therapy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, so Bill, let's talk about Bill. Uh, okay, so one you thing- You have a list
3: of questions? I,
1: well, I have a list of topics. Okay. Uh, okay, Dan, do, do you have anything, Dan, or-
2: I have to get going pretty soon. Okay, damn it, Dan. Yeah. All right, you have any... I know, but you guys, it doesn't mean that the podcast has to end. Okay. You have, like, two other people that are- I mean,
1: okay, Did,
2: well, uh, Bill, when do you have to head out, or, like-
1: yeah. Oh. Yeah. When, yeah. Are you good for a little? Uh, well, what time is it now? It's eleven ten ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll go for a little bit more, like yeah. fifteen minutes, and then call it a day. Yeah. That's perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, panties. You like panties? Is this true? That's true. Is that something you want to share, or you, you just want to gloss over that, or what?
3: Uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, wait,
2: wait, wait. But I, I really actually have to go.
0: <laughs> you have to I go love- now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, Dan. Any last thoughts? Do you have do you have do you have language corner or what? Uh, not today. Okay. But he
0: really has to go, Dan. Yeah, Damn it! Sorry about that. Dan, sorry Dan. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, oh, I I had another good discussion, but all right, Dan. <laughs> we will. Um, Dan, uh, I'll see yeah. you. I love you. And um, I oh shoot, I don't think I've ever said that. Wow. Sorry.
0: Why were you we
3: sorry? Really... Why were you sorry?
1: No, I, because we should do it in person, you but. Should...
0: No, you should do it all the time.
1: Okay,
2: Dan, I I love you and uh,
0: don't see you, me. man. Yeah.
2: Uh, I will I might go up next Saturday to LA. Okay. Just so you guys know.
1: Okay, cool. Maybe and let's go we, eat okay. at your restaurant. Yeah, dude,
2: let's go to yeah. your restaurant. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Cool. You okay. get you get the family discount, right? Yeah, it's called uh, <laughs> free? I don't pay. Are you
4: <laughs> Yes. We okay, don't. you heard uh, it
1: first <laughs> on uh, episode Dan has offered the the family discount to us so yeah awesome (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you everyone thanks thanks okay uh so uh so okay we're still recording on the other we have redundancies here here okay cool um i guess we don't need the headphones now yeah so we can
0: can sit back in this you
1: can sit back in that chair uh uh so one thing that we've talked about um do you want to talk about your Macau trip, or we can skip that? Let's talk about that. That's been talked about before, though, already on your other podcast, right? I guess, what other yeah, podcast? The DVDSA, right? Oh yeah, of course.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean the 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 Macau trip was a spinoff. That Macau Brothers was a spinoff of, or that's the way I consider it. Okay. The DVDSA.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, and it, it, we can talk about it briefly, like how. So basically, you you got paid trip to Macau, and you got to. Um, Basically, yeah. basically,
3: Stephen Stephen Lee and I, who, Stephen Lee, who is Bobby Lee's brother, yeah, um, we went on a trip to Macau. Macau is basically the Las Vegas of of Asia, yeah, and they also have a very lenient. Well, I, I don't even know if they have a law against prostitution. Okay. Um, so basically, there there's these massage houses where you go in and um, yeah, and then you, you just see. I'm rushing over this very No, go, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You just see girls. Okay. I mean, it's obviously more detailed. It's much more fun, but uh, for the purpose of this podcast, I'm just like, uh. Right.
1: Um, let's see. Oh, wait. I'm going to do like a, another recording just in case. Zero bites. Why not? Uh, no, okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, briefly, yeah, so you went and had, you, part- you, you partook in, the Vegas right. lifestyle there. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. I guess that's a good way to put it. <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Uh, I guess there is. So, do you think the stigma against sex work workers is fair, given your experience and involvement with the sex industry?
3: Um, do I think it's fair? Like, I'm... like,
1: uh, so.
3: I mean, I don't know how you how. You yeah, let me let me fair. frame that. Yeah, okay, that.
1: like, okay, let's let's take this example. Um, being friends with maybe a porn star or a sex worker seems to be okay, but to be in a relationship with a porn star or a sex worker seems to be frowned upon. Uh, in I would say most social circles. Okay. Uh, uh, especially if it was my family wouldn't right. when it, when it fly um there have there are you know some porn stars that i'm that i've seen that i find very attractive that seem to have you know be very intelligent and whatnot and that have stopped sex work and i'm thinking oh you know what it'd be kind of cool to like you know date them or something like that uh
3: Oh, yeah, be careful. You are not idealizing them.
1: That's true, projecting, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. just
3: like people are idealizing what Laura is, and then they find out Laura's not that pixie girl, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I think that's part of it, too, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think whenever I hear someone say, oh, I'd like to date... You know, a nerd. Oh, I'd like to date a teacher. Or I'd like to date this or that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah, you, and I understand, you're probably idealizing what, uh, what it is that you like about that person. Mm. Uh, but if, you, especially if you're not in that field itself. Right, right. I see. Because
1: basically you're liking, what, what are you liking? Are you yeah. liking the person or the field? You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or her, her role in that field. So, no, that's a good point. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is something we've talked about at length reality and art right the the interplay of reality and art let's let's put let's make it very 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 simple when is it okay to lie laura what do you think when is it okay to lie
0: um that's a very general question okay so um (laughs) uh, give me a scenario so
1: let me give you a scenario um okay very okay santa claus Yes. If you have children, will you tell them that Santa Claus exists? Yes. Really? That's a lie.
0: Yes. But I I think it's worth it to weave a fiction so that they can enjoy the ritual of Christmas for eight to ten years, or eh, five to eight years.
1: (laughs) I'm kind of pragmatic. I think about, Mm -hmm. but I don't want... um, them talking to strange old men though, that look like, you know, so
3: mm-hmm. either, either. Wait, the, why would they be talking to strange old men? Like <laughs> yes. with, with
1: beards, Is white, that white you beards. Did as a child? No, no, like, yeah. <laughs> they, they, oh, that guy, he might be Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking worst case scenario, like as, right. a, as, as uh, you know, the child of immigrants. Like, so like, it seems like Easter Bunny, like, mm-hmm. Easter bunny, you know, Santa Claus. Maybe we have to change what Santa Claus looks like. Maybe it could be an Asian man or
3: like you know oh, Wait, so you're okay if it's an Asian Santa Claus? But if it's I'm or,
0: or, you want your child talking to Just strange Asian, Asian no, okay, yeah. with,
3: with beard
1: <laughs> I okay. Scrap I, I, I probably don't want I probably want my kid to talk to me. Like you know Yeah, yeah. yeah or okay, Santa Claus, you would you would indulge that fantasy.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I would also make it very clear that m- my children should not speak to strangers in any circumstance.
1: Or what if they accept gifts? Oh, he looked like Santa Claus, Laura, mommy. Oh, uh, can I? Take Laura, this mommy. Gift? Yeah, like mommy. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, this this old this this strange man gave me a gift. It's, I think he's Santa Claus.
3: I I don't think Santa I, Claus is going to be the issue. He's probably yeah. just going to accept a gift. He might say Santa Claus just to placate you. Sure, but, uh, but okay. I think. If he's going to be... Some kid is going to accept a gift from a strange old man. It's He's going to do it. Okay. Whether it looks like yeah. or not. Okay. I think that...
0: You know, when you're a kid, you got to be... Like, I think that kids have a, a sense of danger. Like, when something is dangerous. Sure. And that is a very specific situation. I, I've never been through it as a kid. But I, but I know that... I wouldn't have... I mean... Yeah. If my if my kid is like is naive and in, in that way, I think there's a bigger problem than okay. my telling them that Santa Claus exists.
1: What what Bill, what's your take on that Santa Claus? Would you if you have if you have children, would you tell them, teach them the Santa Claus myth?
3: I probably wouldn't teach them.
1: They'll probably pick it up
3: from, like, TV. Or... They, um, I don't know. You know what? I, I, I think I'd have to talk to my wife about that, okay? Right? And just say, hey, how do you feel about it? Because I'm okay either way. Mm-hmm. You know, if she's into it, I'm like, yeah, I'll play along. If she says, nah, i might. Like, yeah, all right. They don't get an extra gift. Because okay. really, Santa Claus only... The only good thing about that guy is he gets an extra gift.
4: Yeah. Right.
3: But, so, But you might, I mean... You know, the only, I mean, I don't know if it's a disadvantage or an advantage, but it is, it is a cultural phenomena because every, you know, like so many people bo- not believe in it, but it, yeah. go, it goes on. So I don't want my kid coming home like, what the hell is this, this you know, yeah. like, not, like he's kind of left out in the, if you don't tell him about it, he's going to be like, what the hell's going on? Who's the Santa Claus guy? Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to be mocked. You know, like he goes to school and everyone's like, you don't know who Santa Claus is? Like.
1: You know. well, I'll tell us because you don't know about the the Chinese zodiac, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, <laughs> no. uh, I'm conflicted about it. Yeah, because I I want to be really honest with my kids. Like, yeah,
3: completely. Truthful. Well, you can be. I mean, there's no right or wrong. I mean, if you if you choose and your wife says it's you know like are, are on same agreement. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't want to teach them about Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, you could tell them like, oh yeah, it's it's a fictional character. Uh uh-huh. You know. Uh. But you also want, want your kid to be the asshole who tells all the other kids, like, oh, it's not for reals. Right. And yeah. then I was like, what?
0: Yeah. And you also don't want to, like, um, endow your child with, like, a false sense of superiority because yeah, they're exactly. the only one who knows. Okay. Hmm. Which, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically, this could be branched out into a bigger sort of idea. And the bigger idea is, where is where does this illusion come from comes from a place of love right right you want to give this child this kind of healthy illusion and it's just because from the show we did and uh, you know thinking about this and also even with dating we kind of put on a little bit of a show of who we are right and it's just like what what this this idea i'm kind of obsessed with this maybe objective or ideal truth right um, and I don't know, like, do you guys, there, I don't know, yeah, I don't think there is a right or wrong
3: answer. Like, yeah, yeah, It's, it's no. how you want to raise your kid.
1: Yeah, but like, let, let, let's say, so it's case by case, right? Um, If you are, if you're doing like some sort of, okay, so Laura and I, we're, we do screenwriting, right? And and, and basically we're writing these Fictional stories, right? Mm. But they're imbued with reality. Yeah, of course. Right? That's where you
3: draw your where we your, draw your, it from. Right.
1: Um, but in a way, we are essentially writing lies. I mean, they're not. You know, they're true. They're they're, dif- they're basically they're aspects of truth. And we, from these ideas, we try to get at the truth. That right?
3: you're inspired by. Right. Inspired that, that's, by. That's the that's the tag word they use in movies. But yeah. It's not a documentary, but it's inspired by. So they don't have to like their facts don't have to be
1: absolutely right right so uh and it kind of also gives like a certain responsibility because from fiction it affects reality and reality affects like right yeah so um so that's something i wonder about is like how i guess the idea is not i guess what i shouldn't be obsessed about is trying to be truthful all the time but more about how do i want to shape my truth my this reality right I mean what you, Lord who, you yeah
3: who are you shaping it for are you talking for your audience or are you talking
1: I don't about know just... yeah one thing I worry about is like dude come on there's like neo-nazis going around now mm-hmm. like some shit has to change right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't want my kids or my friends kids growing up in a world where the KKK can walk around without the fucking hood right that's ridiculous you know so cause they're my kids are gonna be at least half Asian you know um so yeah it's it's just and for for them that's their truth they and they believe it so strongly you know um i don't know sorry that's kind of like a tangent but like uh, good yeah
0: so is what is what you're kind of getting at is like how if that's the truth that they if that's their truth and we have our truth which we consider to be the more truthful truth sure then like what's the difference is that what is that what you're I guess so or
1: or I guess the problem that artists that we artists have to do or even yeah when you did writing is Mm -hmm. like how um, how much of illusion like what's the purpose of illusion I guess well Mm -hmm. what's the
3: purpose of your writing if it's to to entertain sure then yeah just you can create the illusion that you need to entertain right you know that's why it's called fiction yeah
1: yeah uh, yeah. I guess, cause I was kind of cause with that show that we we're doing. Yeah, um, there's some blurring going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder about that. If it's coming from a place of love, I guess it's okay. The you know lying Santa Claus exists. Yeah. Whatever you know.
3: Yeah, as long as you know that there's not going to be any bad consequences. Right.
1: Right. Um. But yeah, do you guys let, shifting gears because we touched on it briefly? Uh. What do you guys think of the, like the, the you know, this might be released a couple of months, you know, this might be released a couple of weeks later, but I think even then it's still going to be very prominent, mm-hmm. like the Charlottesville thing. Oh, and,
3: right, right, right.
1: And, and so like Bill, you've seen, you, you, you were at the start. So civil rights movement. Um, so you were born during the civil rights movement.
3: Yeah. But I mean, I'm a kid, so I don't know what's going on. You don't on. know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, so you kind
1: of benefited from the, Oh the, yeah, sure. like, uh, did, have you seen what, how has race relations been for you, I guess um, growing up in LA? I guess as, as being one of the major minorities in LA, it's been okay?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. like I'm not sure if you're asking me. Have you opposite. experienced racism? Oh well, yeah, of yeah. course, but I, my, my experience of racism is so minor compared to other people. And I, and that's relative though right
1: I mean there's microaggressions and stuff like that I mean, yeah like, but yeah. it's how
3: I perceive it though okay. if you if you do these microaggressions and I don't see it then I don't feel it's racist right so I can only it's only my my perception of the world around me is that I I have not there has not been a lot of racist, racist overtones toward me
4: okay
3: you know gotcha. I, there might be but I, I never saw it mm. now I'm not and because of that I'm not saying it doesn't exist because I know it exists because I can read about it and I see it happen to other people. I'm just saying my personal experience is that that racism has not been that. It hasn't. It's shaped my life a little, but it's not like something that has that I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. You know, I don't. I don't really have issues with it. I mean, I have issues with racism. I might just have (laughs) issues with racism against me.
1: And, it, and again you said it hasn't really affected your dating life either as far as
3: like as far as I know I mean I don't like if a girl says no I don't say like oh it's just racism. yeah yeah I, mean, I don't assume that so.
1: oh interesting and because of that view that, that yeah, yeah. perspective right race doesn't doesn't dominate your world view like oh it's part of your world view intrinsically yeah yeah
3: because I, I, I'm intelligent enough to know it exists and I can read about like yeah. I said but as it as your question to me how how has it affected me sure, it sure. hasn't affected me directly okay i mean it happens around me yeah. but like i don't like i won't you know like it like i can only remember one time one specific time where someone said ching chong you know yeah to same maybe, same with me maybe one yeah, time yeah, twice so, maybe yeah. Right. so to me it's like yeah it's an anomaly it has never affected i know what happens sure. but but it, that doesn't happen to me. Like, it only happened like a couple times.
4: Okay.
1: Laura, you have anything to add about?
3: I mean, as, as a. Yeah, has anyone done chin <laughs> <on> to you?
1: <laughs> I mean, because, no, okay, no, real no. talk. I, I, was trying, <laughs> I was talking to this one girl, um, and uh, she told me that because of the last election, 2006 election, she, she, as a white woman, she felt marginalized for like the first time in her life. Oh, right, right. right. Really?
0: For the first time in yeah. her life? Yeah.
1: So, she, I mean, yeah, she, she's a attractive white female, I guess. I don't know if that makes a difference, but like, she felt fairly normal or privileged. And then she said for the first time, she actually saw that, oh, being a woman actually is, is a, puts mm-hmm. her in the margin now as well. And I was like, I thought, oh, that's interesting. I mean, what's your experience been this?
0: Um, I mean, it, it's definitely kind of, um, it feels like, At least in the past eight years, during Obama's terms, we've been progressing steadily towards a less racist, less sexist country, and this kind of, it's like a complete, it's like everything that happened in the last eight years is, at least kind of um, has been set aside, and now everyone gets to be overtly racist and sexist, and... Because uh, the person in charge is, if not actively condoning racism and sexism, is kind of covertly approving of it. Uh, um, so I, maybe what she's responding to is more overt sexism. Sure. But I think that I mean I I've, I've, I've always, I mean I definitely have an experience with sexism. Have you been objectified
1: someone, as a as a woman? Oh,
0: sure yeah and like um because you yeah. asked me
1: hey james how do you feel to be objectified i was <laughs> like wow i don't think as a man i've ever been asked that really <laughs> i mean i have been objectified by some you know because they wanted yeah. they wanted to get at it you know with me and I'm like i'm down you know like yeah i mean it's yeah. like
0: mutual objectifications and, and yeah, and yeah. You're, you're getting as, as you said what what was your euphemism for sex earlier like uh uh, gone all the way. Is that way. what you said? <laughs> like a eleven-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Wait. I. What. I. I um, uh, yeah. Uh, as you were saying.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, like mutual objectification is all good. Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes you know, it's not that simple. Sometimes it's like just kind of. Um. I mean, obviously, like being catcalled um, feeling unsafe while walking home in the dark or feeling unsafe while being alone. I have pepper spray. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's mostly like being, um, kind of passed over, like my opinion being passed over in work situations and classroom situations. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I noticed that. yeah. Yeah
1: we were in class together yeah. and sometimes sorry I'm doing it right no, now no, yeah it's yeah, so like guys would talk over her because yeah. she's kind of a soft spoken uh, like female yeah and we've had male professors I noticed that I was like
0: mm-hmm. and when,
1: when I didn't I, did, I kind of felt it but then when mm-hmm. you guys talked about it after I was like oh shit you guys are right yeah. and that as a male strictly just would go in gender mm-hmm. right now
3: because there's yeah. intersections yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to see a study on that because mm-hmm. sometimes I wonder, I wonder if it's not a gender issue but a volume issue. Because, <laughs> because, I get the same, I get the same effect. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm right here talking. Why are you guys just yeah, talking
0: yeah, all yeah?
3: Me? So th- that's the only reason why I bring it up. Like, I yeah, wonder, no, like, I,
0: I, yeah, I'm definitely like a have a softer voice right. and a, a like a, a am an introvert and and whatever. Did uh, you say
1: a pixie voice. No, sorry.
4: Oh God. Um, <laughs> oh God.
0: When I said that I I only said that because it anyway. Um I think that anyway, it's fine. Um sorry. Um yeah, yeah, things like that and um like being kind of um being assumed it um I don't know. Just like it's like that episode of Master of None, right? Where okay. where um, what's her name? It like the in, a guy is being introduced into the conversation. He doesn't shake her hand. Oh yeah yeah. Remember you know yeah, things like first that. First season or second season. First season. Okay. First season yeah yeah. It's like it's, I think it's one of the. It's in the first half of the okay. season.
1: Um,
2: yeah
0: yeah. Yeah and. Yeah, things like that I think that most women experience. Mm. Um and of course part of it is a I mean it's all, you know, a combination of socialization and kind of we are taught to be polite when that kind of thing happens and to let a male professor speak over you when he oh. does et cetera et cetera, but uh. I think that in general You know that's the case for women Mm. and that and that was the case for me until trump was elected or 45 i don't like saying his name yeah Um, yeah yeah. yeah. i don't yeah yeah Yeah. and now it's you know it's um our kind of rights being threatened and Uh, in a way that we didn't feel that they were before
3: uh, well yeah when when he's when he was running and that take coming out mm. about him saying, yeah. yeah, you just grab him by the, you know, yeah. like, what? Like, and everyone seemed to be okay with it. Like, it did that. Yeah, the, the yeah.
0: Thing.
3: So, like, oh, yeah, it's
0: right. cool to know that um, so many people think that's acceptable behavior. Yeah.
3: Well, I guess, well, I don't I don't want to track into this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, 40,
1: 45. 45, yeah. Fuck um, him. Yeah, Let so I, I guess let's wrap it up. Um, so, crap, so I don't know if we have time to do both segments then. We'll do, we'll do, a, I'll do like one text. So we'll do, <laughs> so this is going to be um, uh, one, a, a new segment. New segment. Ghost text. So um, I asked Laura to read, so I, I uh. I have a text of women that have ghosted me and uh... When you say
3: ghosted, you mean like stood you up?
1: Yeah, they don't respond to my text or, or they just they straight up left the conversation for some weird reason. Are, these, spe-
3: are these friends or are people... These are
1: women that I've, I've chatted with online. Okay. So uh, we'll just do maybe one or two uh, and then we'll go to the language language corner if we have anything and then we'll call it a night. Uh, let's see, where is my pictures? Yeah,
3: go ahead. yeah so you have a question? Yeah, well, let me ask you, yeah, go ahead. To, to be honest, all right, would you rather have the girl, and I and I don't care, there's no right or wrong answer, but would you rather the girl say, James, I don't really feel like talking to you anymore, versus ghosting? Yes, I mean, because the same, it's going to be the either way. She's not talking to you anymore. James, do
0: you have to go so, to the bathroom? No,
3: I'm just <laughs> a sensitive twice. guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Would you rather have a girl ghost on you, or to say, James, I don't, I don't really want to continue this conversation anymore?
1: So, 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 Laura and I has has have had this conversation. We are probably on the more on the ghosting end. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's more... Because
1: we're all adults and we know what that means. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a soft no.
3: Yeah. Bye.
1: It's like a disappearing, like you're like David Blaine ish, you know, like oh, bye, and like um, it's not even a bye. It's like it's just like, a it's little, just, little, like just shuffling
0: out yeah, of the room slowly. Yeah. So
1: this, okay, th- I, I'm glad you brought this up. So let me see how much. Okay, I think all of this you can pretty much say. Uh, oh, wow, there's a lot of text going on. This is this is a, this is a longer yeah. one, but this is a. Oh, you you okay? You guys will see this in a second. Um, we'll listen to it. Okay, <laughs> so I'll be okay, Laura. I'll be. Okay. Uh, I'm blue and you're gray, okay? Are you guys actually, are you playing
3: the part of yourself? I'm going to play the
1: part of my. She's going to play the text okay. of, the of, girl. of this girl. Don't okay. say her name. But okay. let's call her, uh, we'll call her uh, M- Maria. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. Um, how is it like to be from SF area? My friend says it feels like some people are robots or not human.
1: Hmm. What's wrong with robots? We, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they might have feelings too.
0: Thirty-seven minutes later,
1: Uh, (laughs) you're from the
3: LA area. Wait, you replied thirty-seven minutes later, or you replied, or no? uh,
0: So, uh, so James responded, and then immediately, I, Maria, did not respond, and and, until, and then James had realized that this wasn't going to elicit a response, so he asked a question after his. Well, they said that's that's why the of texting.
1: Oh, okay. like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I've also noticed in in uh, these conversations that I'm often asking more questions oh, than. Yeah. Interesting. Than yeah, the, it, it's appreciated.
1: Okay, go ahead. Good morning.
0: Good morning. I have lived in Indonesia, San Diego, New York, and Texas. How are you liking LA?
1: Happy Memorial Day. <laughs> LA's been fun. A lot of different. Oh, cool. How is Indonesia? I've lived abroad before in Taiwan and Australia.
0: Indo is great. Not completely civilized yet. LOL. Uh, Is this (laughs) person Asian?
1: (laughs) Yes, she is.
0: Gotta appreciate the humility of island folk. I love them. I am one of them. Happy Memorial Day, smiley face.
1: For sure. I'm I'm of the island tribe myself. Taiwan, happy face. What part of the LA area do you stay at? Bur- yeah, yeah, Burbank. Fine, yeah. And you? Uh, San Fernando Valley plans this weekend. Maybe we can grab a tea in the Burbank area. Tea emoji.
0: Yes, perhaps. Tell me about your acting in martial arts. Are you an actor?
1: Did some acting in undergrad and while living in Taiwan, uh, theater, a commercial, and a music video. Lately, been focusing more behind the camera, writing, and directing. For martial arts, been training different <laughs> styles since elementary school. Focusing lately on Tai Chi. How about yourself? Any creative or exercise related pursuits?
0: I did train with MMA people and also with Benny Urquidez. Yeah. He fought with Jackie Chan and Wheels on Meals. Great sensei. Did he die? I think.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, yeah, e. he, he was a good
0: fighter, yeah. Before I left acting, yeah. I shot a trailer for a pilot where I was a Yakuza girl. We'll see if that pilot gets picked up pilot gets picked up by anyone. I also shot a trailer for a future indie film, though there wasn't enough funds to make the whole film. So then I realized I need to just do my own thing. What do you do for work or steady income?
3: <laughs> that's actually a pertinent question for you people of uh, the acting yeah. business. Oh my yeah. god,
0: she didn't ghost you. She was straight up. I want to be honest, James. I feel that our energies don't match. Oh, that's Whoa. Thanks again for your time and chat on Coffee Meets Bagel. Best of everything to you. Maria.
1: <laughs> Which is not her real name. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so she What did I what did I do wrong?
3: You didn't do anything wrong. Like there's not she a right just or wrong. She was straight up. Yeah, she didn't feel whatever she was looking for you didn't offer. Yeah. It's not personal.
0: The conversation was a bit stiff. I think little... you were both, you know, trying a little yeah, too hard. Yeah, yeah. I could feel it. This is hers, yeah. Not
3: bad, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I w- so so okay. And it could and it could be and I'm just hypo- it's hypothetical and it really doesn't matter, but she might be saying, Hey, James is kinda on the same level as me, we're like on the same level. Sure sure. I kinda sure. want something different or you know, like I don't want another actor wanna be like me. I want someone, you mm-hmm. know I, I you know like you can't get along with everybody, or you can't be liked by everybody. Yeah, right. Uh, otherwise, you're. It's gonna be a long life for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so this this person I text. <laughs> Hi, blank. This is James. We may we met at the Manchi concert. Did you have fun? Even though you hate the music, she she didn't like the music. Uh, why yeah. was she there at the concert?
0: Whose concert?
1: Don't don't say the name. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> the concert is uh, Manchi. So I met this girl, and uh, I was like, oh, she's attractive, right? And then she told me she didn't like the the music. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then we start chatting. And then I mentioned DVD ASA or something and how I got into it. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it seems like when you mention DVD ASA, it's kind of like, it depends on who you're talking to.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, like most people, a lot of people, don't want to be involved with people who... A lot of people don't want to be involved with fans of the show. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh Let's see, where was it? But anyways, for for that that text, yeah. I mean, maybe she just wasn't feeling it. And it was like, yeah. whatever. And then for, for the one I just showed you, where I mentioned, you know, oh, i was a fan of DVD, you know, whatever. Maybe she thought I was like one of those creepy types because I guess, she, yeah. So... Mm-hmm that's that's the way it is so yeah there's a
3: lot of weird fans of that
1: show yeah so yeah
0: yeah
1: there you go all right let's go let's (laughs) move what was that
0: no i didn't feel like we were done talking about the your text conversation
1: oh you want to keep going with that all right yeah yeah I mean, no, um, I mean
0: like what So, okay, what here's was it about so you? so the original
1: okay. one, the original, okay, mm-hmm. the the, the, long, the long one that we read. Yes. Um with, with Maria. With yeah, with Maria. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to use that name because it's kind of like F, F, you know, yeah, maybe okay, fine. We'll just say Maria, but she's Maria. <laughs> and she, but she's not of that ethnic group, but anyways,
0: Italian American. I
1: was okay, what I've learned from online dating mm-hmm. and texting these women is that I can't? Okay, today I spent like maybe real talk like earlier today. I'm kind. Of, I'm not that. I'm not that uh, happy about it. I spent probably an hour today texting different women on mm-hmm. uh, on different apps. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you
3: not happy about it?
1: it? It's just that I felt like I was wasting time, or like I felt like man, I'm texting. That's like I, I. I'm feeling like
3: I'm a little bit like needy. Like why am I spending? Well, It's not this, the same girl, though. They're different women. Yeah. Now. So I mean. You know, you go to the batting game, you just take about 100 swings and yeah. then hopefully yeah. you hit it like three times.
0: It's a numbers game.
3: Yeah. Okay. It's just, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean,
1: um, uh, yeah. I, I, okay, I get it. It's coming from a place of, it has to come from a place of I, I'm worthy and I'm putting effort because yeah. I want to put effort. Right. Versus something that I, 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 I put on myself is that, I'm not worthy. That's why I'm doing this, which is is a wrong yeah, way to right, frame right, it, right. Right. and that's something I need to get over. Yeah, and it's some it's it's hard for me because I come from a place of be soup be humble to the point of self deprecation. You you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like kind of like my Asian household, the the Asian household I grew up in. So uh, it's like you know my dad would never compliment me.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I've never I I bear, the only compliments I received was probably from my mom later in life when I, I wrote something and she kind of liked it, which is probably why I'm more into writing now. So that's why when I approach a situation, I always kind of think of like, am I, I'm not worthy kind of mm-hmm. place, which is a terrible place. It makes me sad. So yeah. no, that, you're right. Like, why, why am I sad? Like, yeah, just fucking, yeah. I'm, I'm spending time because I want, I, that's my choice. Yeah. Right. I mean, do you put much effort into like looking at gang women
3: or, it's chill, like. Well, I don't do it, with... I don't do it social media wise. Yeah. Um. I get, I guess. I don't know. I mean. I guess it kind of depends. I, I was lucky because on the show that we were at, I was able to chat with a few of them. Yeah. So I was able to get like a feel of how good the chemistry was. Yeah. And then so so then. If I felt there was good chemistry, that it, it basically that's the measurement of my time to put in. Mm-hmm. If I feel like, hey, we seem to have good chemistry, she seems to be a cool chick, I going to put a little bit more time into it. If it's like we only got to say hi and bye, yeah, I'm not gonna be really, I'm not gonna put that much time into it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think we should wrap it up. It's getting late. Um, so I have, uh, yeah, any last thoughts? Sorry. Yeah. Well, you guys laugh. What's so funny? I don't. No,
0: you're having like a very strange reaction.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Your
0: your energy changed. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Um, That's that's okay.
1: Okay, energy shifting. Um, No. So, uh, let's let's go ahead. Language corner.
4: Oh shit. Uh... Language
1: corner. Yay. So. We, we usually end the segment with like a phrase from you know one of our respective cultures or languages that we right. know uh, one I know is the joke Sui. this is Taiwanese okay. it's a so Taiwanese is not Mandarin Mandarin Chinese is the most predominant form um, in, in Mandarin it would be uh, uh, you would like Nihan or 你很漂亮 it would be like a uh, similar phrase like you are beautiful you're pretty uh, in Taiwanese it'd be like Li, li is ni or you. Jok uh Li Jok like We'd be like is, kinda of like an is verb. Joksue. Sui swimming me Li or beautiful in uh, beautiful. So uh Li jok sui So uh, and this could be for men and women, like uh, Li Joksu uh this is more women actually. You would say this more towards women like, oh, oh you're pretty, you're pretty, or you're, 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 you're good looking. Uh, so, and sometimes you would say, oh, sweet, like if something goes really awesome your way, like, oh, sweet, you would say, oh, beautiful. Kind of like similar to the way we kind of use it, like, oh, sweet, so, um, yeah, that's my phrase today. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a phrase today? or?
0: Um, I, I didn't prepare anything, but... Um... The English word or phrase y'all is something that I've really come to appreciate. Yeah. Because we don't... English doesn't have a, like, plural you form. Okay. Pronoun. And... It's y'all, right? Y'all. It's just y'all. Yeah. You all. You all. Huh. Yeah. Like... It, saying you and implying that you're referring to a group of people is yeah. just not the same as it's also gender neutral yeah i like it
1: or like you they or that's singular neutral like gender neutral, yeah, right? yeah yeah so they would be singular neutral
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you yeah i use y'all a lot
0: yeah yeah it's great it's good because it, and it feels good to say
1: like, hey y'all wanna hey, y'all. yeah y'all wanna do a podcast like yeah yeah i mean you i wouldn't say Hey everyone! Yeah. yeah, do a podcast like yeah. It's just you. Yeah, okay. Good. Point. Do you have, do you have any phrase you want to share
3: or? Um, I have a word. Yeah, it's, yeah. In Cantonese, it's called pekta. Okay. Pot yeah. It just means dating. Yeah. But I like the word because when I've used it, yeah. people like who are native Cantonese speakers yeah. they either don't know what I'm saying or they say, mm-hmm. "Hey, how do you know that word?" It's basically slang for dating
0: it's oh. not just a,
3: it's slang uh, so when you say it they're like well especially for me because they know i'm not native yeah they're like how did you how do you know that word mm-hmm. so that's the only reason i bring it I'm like oh it's kind of a cool word i don't but i don't know if they still use it this is like from you know like 10 years ago so i don't know if that slang word is still you know they still use it or they're like why are you using yeah. that word well what's that
0: can you say it one more time so it's like pop, sorry go ahead <laughs> pop, tall.
3: pop, tall. pop tall. yeah like p-a-k-p-a-t-o T A W. Okay, pa-tau. Okay. But but it's just dating. Like you have to use it in a sentence. Like, right. Like it, you just don't say pak ta It's and like it, I'm dating her. Yeah. Or it's more like, are you dating? Like oh, you know, like you say, I met this yeah. girl and say, uh, they have my So I like, are you guys dating? Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Laura, you're gonna say something? Or... Oh yeah,
0: I was just gonna say it's kind of like. Outmoded like bitchin' or something yeah, yeah, exactly. from the 70s. <laughs> yeah. Which my dad still says sometimes. Well, I like going this back runs. to some of those yeah. and using
3: the old words.
0: That was bitchin'. Bringing
3: it back.
1: Mm-hmm. Bringing it back. Things go in cycles, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah. So.
1: yeah. Uh, great. It's a longer form episode today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, hopefully, you've come to the end where we give you some educational language phrases you can use in your life. Pak you know, Li Jok y'all and uh
0: (laughs) in case you didn't know it
1: in case you didn't know it so i want to thank uh uh laura for returning yay thank you for giving her her perspective uh and bill poon for for being you know being coming all the way out here and you know you know Blessing us with your presence, like real we'll talk. Yeah. Oh, wow, thanks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Awesome. All right, this will be end the episode. Um, so this will be Young. The, uh, so Yin already signed off, so we do a little sign-off. So this is Young, aka James, signing off. And then you guys are you know, uh,
0: uh, uh. This is Laura signing off.
3: Okay. And this is Bill signing off.
1: Awesome. Thank you, guys, and we'll catch you next time.
4: Bye. You Share with us all of your dreams. In and young, gotta learn how to fight. Be yourself in this life. It's alright. Relationships getting.